ever heard of a cardboard boxy? It's it's kind of like an armchair quarterback. It's a word we made up, and we think it fits our views of basketball pretty well. Our made-up phrase means that we think and act like a manager of a team, or even the commissioner some days. But we don't exactly have the bank account to follow up on our team-owning aspirations. We've got ideas and opinions about the league that change when we come up with new ones, and we may have some funny jokes. The important thing is we love basketball. But we also realize there are plenty of important people who make what you see on the court run smoothly. There are a lot of people who work behind the scenes to make the league the best it can be. And we like to showcase them because they don't always get the credit they deserve. If you're looking for great interviews and bad jokes, you've come to the right place. So come watch with us from our cardboard box seats. Alrighty, and welcome back to another episode of Cardboard Box Seats. Yeah, I got a question for you. Oh, go ahead. Um, all right, so here's a hypothetical question, really quick, just fresh out of the gate. Say you okay. were on a ship, all right? Ship. You were a sailor, right? On a ship. Sailor on a ship. And one of your other sailors on the ship was drunk. Okay. What would you do with the drunken sailor? So it really just depends on what at like what point in the day it is because there's a lot of theories that you what do you do with a drunken sailor at night isn't the same as like what you would do with a drunken sailor early in the morning. Yeah, let's talk so, early in the morning. Early in the morning. Yeah. Well, typically what you'd want to do is you'd want to somehow like wake them up, right? Okay. And there's there's multiple options and like to do that mainly you can use like a bucket of water you could use a sassy sea winch you could use the um the entry of a gold doubloon um yeah i mean those are probably my top three options with water being the number one okay i probably shave his belly with a rusty razor that's just me that is rude yeah i mean he asked for it no, he didn't. He could have. He was Nick, drunk. This is, Maybe this he is 2021. You got to ask consent before you shave someone's belly with a rusty razor, especially a sailor. Okay, live and learn, I guess. Oh, Next time. Ridiculous. I won't do it again. I, it's a, this is not hypothetical. What? Oh my gosh. I, I don't want to get our our podcast get canceled. We're in trouble now. Okay, I'll stop talking. Sorry. It's too late. They already know. No. Nick is recording the call. Anyway, so Nick's here. Gabe's here. Except and, I'm Nick. Oh, are you sure? That's Gabe. Our, our voices sound ID. pretty similar. I'm pretty sure. Let me go ask my wife. Uh, okay, good call. So, in this episode, we're going to talk about the All-Star Game and then briefly hit on the NBA standings. Sorry about not releasing an episode last week. It has just been one crazy year. Crazy year already, and it's only the beginning of March. Yeah. Oh, man. It's already March. Good gosh. It's flying, too. Holy moly cow. Holy moly cow. Holy moly cow. Anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and list off the all-stars and the starters and the reserves. Well, I'll start with the Eastern Conference, and then I'll give the Western Conference, and we can kind of hit on what, 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 excuse me, what we want to talk about. So let's so, so spit it out, Junior. All right. So 
Um, for the starters on the eastern side, it's Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Bradley Beal, Joel Embiid, and Kyrie Irving. And our reserves are Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Nikola Vucevic, and DeMontis Sabonis. Oh, yeah. And, now and isn't have- Sabonis taking Kevin Durant's spot? Yes, so Kevin Durant is, although he's a starter, he will not be able to play um, because he's he's simply injured. Um, they were saying that he's not going to be able to come back into the league until after the All-Star break, which stinks, you know, um, because somehow he, he's been injured for a while, and he's kind of been injured a lot during this year, but somehow he still made it to become an All-Star starter. Hmm, interesting. Maybe this All-Star voting. vote, man. It's just like the Electoral College. Don't even get me started on that. Um, Another interesting thing that I'm looking at is Bradley Beal. He's the leading scorer in the NBA right now. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? Free my man Bradley. He doesn't want to be free. Yeah, I I guess when you're getting paid that much. Sure. Um, Another interesting thing to mention is that two of the guards... For starting guards, rather, for the Boston Celtics, but in Tatum and Brown, are all-star reserves. Uh, now, we've expected this kind of performance from Jason. However, Jalen, he's he's really putting he's he's putting some work in. It's interesting. Oh, and it's actually Jason who is replacing Durant, not Sabonis. Ah, so, yes, you're right. But no, actually, it does say Sabonis also. I don't know. There, It takes two players to replace one Kevin Durant, I guess. Hmm. Maybe I think Jason is taking the starting spot, and then Demontes is taking the reserve spot. Who who do you think will become team captain? Because Kevin Durant's technically the team captain. Does it matter? I think it depends on um, the voting. So probably Giannis. Yeah, that's fair. So it'll be just like last year. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Um, All right. On. Let's hear West. Do you want to hear the West? All right, here we go. Western Conference starters, LeBron James. LeBron James. That was actually really really good. You must do that a lot. Yeah, I do. Thank you. (laughs) Stephen Curry. Excuse me, Stephen Curry. um, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, and Kawhi Leonard, who's smiling in his his profile pic here. So I think that's a, a doppelganger. Um, and our reserves, Anthony Davis, a little playoff P, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, the Frenchman himself, Damian Lillard, it's Dame time, Donovan Mitchell, what a jazzy fellow, Chris Paul, he's still in the league, yeah, he's that old, Zion Williamson, he's a baby, and then Devin Booker, who's also a baby, but in, been in the league for a million and a half years, it feels like. And Devin Booker is replacing an injured Anthony Davis in this in the West. Yep, in the reserves, absolutely. So I. I think immediately started crying out that Devin Booker uh, needed some respect on his name. And thanks to, well, for lack of a better word, thanks to Anthony Davis' injury, uh, Devin Booker is now in the lineup, which was, uh, which is good for him because I think it's definitely something he deserved. Are there any players on, let's say, both sides that you were a little shocked by that, that made either the starting or the reserves? Uh, I am definitely shocked by Julius Randle. 
And this is something we can talk about when we talk about the Knicks later on. Um, but he's this is his first time in the All-Star game. He's averaging career high both in points and rebounds. So and, and both in double digits, obviously points 23 and then rebounds 11. But he is going absolutely berserk in New York. Um, and I just I didn't think the Knicks would get a nod. But here we are. What about you? Ben Simmons. Um, I mean, just looking at the numbers compared to everyone else, he's pretty far below almost everyone. Like he's the lowest in points per game out of all the other uh, minus Rudy Gobert. But he's the defensive player of the year. So, I mean, it's it's kind of a shock to see uh, Ben Simmons on there. Yeah, just I don't know who I would replace him with, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know either. But just to give some kind of context. Um, all the other reserves that we mentioned, especially in the East, are well over 20 points per game um, and kind of hovering around that five assists and 11 rebounds per game. But when you look at Ben Simmons, I mean, it's 16 points per game, seven assists per game, eight rebounds per game. Yeah, it's great for a, a point guard. Is it, is it something deserved? I don't know. And he's coming in at, it says... Uh... 2020 All NBA third team, which is like kind of shocking for an All Star that we need to pull from the third team and, and can't go from the first or second, you know. There, there's gotta be more people. Where, where, where's Jimmy Butler at? Jimmy Butler, anyone from Yeah, maybe, maybe it's probably the guards. You think they needed another uh, guard? No, you don't. You disagree. All right, sorry, sir. I said I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, another big thing that kind of arose out of the Western Conference was that Luca um, was named a starter over Damian Lillard. So let's compare numbers real quick. So Luca, 28, 9, and 8. Mr. Lillard, 29, 8, and 4. Hmm. Other than the rebounds, I mean, they're pretty, pretty on par, I'd say. But Luca has more assists and rebounds. Yeah. And one less point. I don't know why everyone was freaking out, but and even even Luca made a comment himself. He was like, I don't know why I was chosen over Damian. I was like, dude, numbers don't lie. Where are you at, bro? Yeah. I mean, they might lie because Ben Simmons is on the team, but whatever. It's true. I think I think he paid someone to get on there. That's what it is. That's but I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm fine. So the way it's taken into account is the the fans vote for some, and then the media votes, and then the coaches vote. And I, I mean, it's really up to a third, like three three sets of people to choose from it. So like, I'm I'm a fan of the way it is. Absolutely. Um. So it'll be uh it'll be interesting. I think the draft is really gonna tell probably the most most of the story here. Um, so the two captains, um, Kevin Durant, he's not going to play. Maybe, maybe he will be, I guess he couldn't be a captain, but time will tell. I'm I'm sure they're still working on that. They'll first select from the pool of players that we listed as starters. And then, um, they'll pull from the, the reserves after that. Um, and they can make their picks without any regard to conference affiliation as per the site states. Um, and I really so like I, I, this. I yeah, think it's yeah. pretty cool. Absolutely. I think this is a great idea. Because I'm sure there's there's a little bit of recruiting going on on court. You think? I mean, 
Look at uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis a couple years ago. So. Hmm. Or perhaps James Harden and Kevin Durant. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. It's just fun because it's all these players who normally wouldn't get to get a chance to play with each other on the right. ring if it was a normal All Star team. Like they can play with Eastern Conference and Western Conference, and you can see different matchups that normally wouldn't happen regularly. It's oh, it's yeah. fun. And if you think about it, probably probably half, well, probably almost none of these players are going to play on the same team because they're all yeah. stars and it's going to require a lot of money unless you're Ben Simmons. Yeah, that's true. Or, I mean, uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and James Harden. That's true. Do you think I Kevin Durant mention- has to pick James Harden and Kyrie? Eh, I don't think he does. I, I don't know. Maybe he injured himself so he doesn't have to deal with that. <laughs> I think that's probably a fair assessment. I do want to point out that it's pretty interesting how many duos are on this team. So, like you mentioned, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden, but Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, also on the same team. Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, also on the same team. Um, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, same team. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, 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 um, same team. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, same team. Paul George, Ben Simmons. Paul George. The sucky team. Oh, the sucky team. Come on, this is a clean podcast. We don't use the S word. Stinky. The stinky team. You got to get used to that because you're having a kid, bro. You're right. I got to learn all these kitty words. (laughs) So, yeah, I think it's going to be a uh, it's going to be the same as far as points go in quarters. Um, It's going to be the same setup as last year. So kind of that tribute to Kobe. Um, part of me wonders, should they have done it for a second year? Part of me thinks maybe one year was enough. I don't know. But either way, that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. YOLO. YOLO. And the co- they'll be coached by, on the Eastern Conference side, the current 76ers head coach. Any guesses? Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. Well done. And then who is uh, Quinn Snyder, the coach of for the Western Conference? The Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. How they got that name? Not really sure. Utah Jazz. I can look it up. We can uh, we can make that a fun fact one day. There you go. I think it's uh, Salt Lake City Mormons Jazz. There you go. The trifecta. That's what it is. That's what it is. All right, so let's hop over to the NBA standings real quick. Um, you want to talk about the Eastern Conference, and I'll talk about the Western Conference. All right. For the Eastern Conference, sitting at number one, the 76ers, Nets, Bucks, Raptors, Knicks, Celtics, Heat, Bulls, Pacers, and at number 10, we have the Hornets. And then I can run through 11 Wizards, I mean 11 Hawks, Wizards, Magic, Cavs, Pistons. Pistons are sitting at 9 and 24, and the 76ers at number one are sitting at 22 and 12. Mm-hmm. Any surprises? The Knicks at number five is a, is a pretty big surprise. The Hornets were at number six earlier, and they're at number ten right now, but there's only one game in between each one. So how close the number four and the number ten team are is pretty, is pretty crazy right now because the number four team is the Raptors, and they're at 17 and 17. And then number 10, Hornets, are at 15 and 17. So 
still, I mean, halfway through the year, still anyone's game. That's right. And I think um, the Raptors, a lot of people were kind of pooping on them earlier in the year because uh, they weren't doing too good. But look at me now. They're in the fourth. Yeah. Sleeping on them. Sleeping, sleeping. Um, yeah, I think I'm glad the Bulls at least started to pull it together. But as you mentioned, um, there's only like two games separated from number, number 10. So it's really anybody's game right now. But it, it is fun to see how it shapes out. The Wizards, they were pretty, they were sitting pretty low there for a while, but they're they're starting to get a little bit more momentum. The last ten games have been seven and three, um, so that's a good thing to see. Um, but the Hawks just continue to disappoint. Were you expecting big things out of them? I was. I honestly was. Just, just um, because, because of the offseason? Yeah, I mean, they picked up a heck of a lot of people. I mean, so they had Capella two years ago with the trade, but then they also got Gallinari. Um, Danilo, um, which for whatever reason makes me think of that yogurt brand, Danimals, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I think it's definitely, yeah, exactly. Um, and then, uh, Bogdanovich and Josh Collins, who's clearly two feet out the door. And, uh, of course, Trey Young, but obviously they've been riddled with injuries and here we are again. Which makes us think maybe we should talk to someone in their medical staff, perhaps their team doctor. Oh wait, we already did. (laughs) Yeah. Call call him up and see what's going on. Hey, Doctor Ken, what's going on, bro? What you doing to them guys? Yeah, Doctor Ken, yo, what's up? What's going on? (laughs) Exactly. Um, The Celtics have been. uh, I don't know. I, I feel like they should be doing better. You know what I mean? You'd think with two All-Stars. You'd think with two All-Stars, that's right. But they they kind of solved their issue with a center in Tristan Thompson, who was significantly better than uh, Daniel Tyson um, with Cantor. Um, and so they, I thought they fixed that problem, but apparently something else is going on. I did see a lot of things how a lot of things pop up saying that, like, Kemba is just not good, A, in the clutch, and B, he needs a crazy amount of shots before he can actually get, like, a good amount of points. I think Kemba going to the Celtics was kind of a mistake. This kind of plays into what I've talked about before in the past, where you can have a really good player on one team, and then they move to another team, and they are not as good of a player. And I think Kemba is is another example of that, where he can be a good player and looked at as a franchise player for the team he was previously on with the Hornets. And then they're expecting the same great things from him. And now he's turned out to be a mediocre player. Yeah. Which is, we hate to, we hate to say. Yeah. Cardiac Kimba. I don't know. March is, we're in March now. He always does his best in March. So we'll see. March madness. Who's he taking down going to the Eastern conference finals and he's out. Yeah. Just like at UConn. Rip. R.I.P. All right. Want to hop over to the Western? Let's hear the West. Okay. Sitting firmly at the top with 27 wins. And for those of you keeping track at home, that's four more than number two. Utah Jazz. Salt Lake City. Followed by the Lakers, Clippers, Suns, Spurs, Blazers, Warriors, Nuggets, Mavs, Grizzlies, Pelicans. 
Thunder, Kings, Rockets, and Timberwolves. The only team still stuck in single-digit wins. Oh, just kidding. There's the Pistons. <laughs> yeah, Pistons. <laughs> <clears throat> but, yeah, so I think the thing that jumps out to me the most, sitting comfortably at number four, the Phoenix Suns. Their last ten, eight and two. They're on a tear. I mean, so are the Jazz, obviously. They've been on a crazy win streak because, I mean, frustrations were high in the salt, in the city of salt near a lake, um, specifically between their two two players they send as tribute to all, the All-Star game and, and Mitchell and Gobert. Um, but whatever they figured out, they did it. <clears throat> it's working. I mean, to, to be number one in the West is pretty crazy, being – Beating the Lakers and Clippers, who are supposed to be the teams to beat. And, I mean, they're doing a pretty good job, so. That's right. Um, I think another thing that should be taken into consideration with the Lakers is that Anthony Davis has now been out for a pretty long time, and so is Schroeder. Um, yeah. Whereas, clearly, Davis is making more of an impact than Schroeder. Um, but still, that's two of your starters, Right. Right. Yeah, and I mean to be able to hold number two for that is pretty it's pretty good. They're five and five for the last ten. So I think it's been ten games that Anthony Davis has been out now, right? So yeah. or so. So they're gonna have to start making these adjustments because five and five, I'm sure, is not what LeBron is loving. Mm, yeah, he's 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 probably a little grumpy right now. Oh, just a little. It could be worse. You could be 0-10 in the last 10 games like the Rockets. You could, and then you decide to go all small ball and cut DeMarcus Cousins. Interesting. Yeah, we've seen this play out once before, and it didn't work for you, Rockets. So why would we do it again? From the producers who brought you the 2018 playoff run. (laughs) That didn't exist. You think live and learn. Maybe not. Maybe not. History repeats itself, unfortunately. Um, I think another thing that's interesting, uh, specifically someone who's on the trade block that, I mean, who has underperformed, due, probably, arguably due to injury, but he, it's the league. You, you gotta, you gotta do, you gotta perform. Kristaps Porzingis for the Mavericks. Right now, um, they've won as many games as they've lost. Um, and Luca's obviously going crazy. He's an, he's a all-star starter. But a lot of people have been talking about Kristaps on the old trade block. Do you think it's really? time for the boys? I don't know. He's had it rough because he's had so many injuries. Like, just out for injuries, riddled with injuries constantly. So, I think if he was healthy, they'd be a lot better. But he's not, so it makes it tough. That it does. So, what team will you be looking or watching in the next couple of weeks here? Especially before the trade deadline. Got to think about that, too. Um, Either one. All right. Let's see. East, I'm probably going to go to make a big fall. The 76ers, they're going to fall. And the Heat are going to jump. I don't know if they'll flip-flop, but I think they might be a little push. And then for the West, I'm going to say the Nuggets make a push and go up above the Trailblazers. Ooh, okay. I like it. I like it. Um, for me, I, I 
I think I think the Knicks are going to fall. I don't think they have the stamina or the endurance. They're, I mean, they're run, really running everything through uh, Julius Randle right now. So at some point, he's got to be pretty tired. Um, I think also the Heat are going to make a push because they've had a lot of protocol violations. Or according to the health and safety guidelines, they have to sit out. And then, especially with Jimmy Butler essentially having coronavirus and losing all that weight. In the Western Conference, I think that the Suns are going to fall, similar to the Knicks. I think this is a very kind of um, very small sample population in the sense that it's, I mean, it's 36 games, right? Um, in the next couple of weeks, I think it's going to fall. I think that's definitely going to change. Um, and I also think that the Warriors are going to probably hop up a little spots. I like it. I don't want the Suns to fall out of the playoffs, but I would also like other teams to make it to the playoffs. Like, I would love it if the Pelicans made a push and were able to make it into the playoffs. But the West is, is stacked, and we've been saying this for years, so it's kind of hard to make a push. But, That's right. And I don't think they have what it takes. I mean, unfortunately, I don't think they have what it takes this year. I agree. Um, and that's why I would argue that I'm not sure if they deserve to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Speaking about the, the Pelicans. Right. But I'd like the Suns to definitely be in the playoffs. I think that'd be fun to watch. Yeah. We'll see. All right. We will see. So there's a couple of headlines that I do want to talk about just real quick. So probably the biggest thing is Kyrie Irving made a statement essentially clamoring for the logo of the NBA to be changed. Um, and he, he'd like, um, he'd like, he, pre- he would prefer Kobe Bryant to be the logo. Um, now a lot of people, a lot of older players think it should be Michael Jordan. Um, Nick, what are your thoughts? Should they keep it the same? Should they go with Kobe Bryant or should they go with Michael Jordan or someone completely different? So I think they should keep it the same. And here's why, like, while Kobe's death is very sad and a lot a lot of people were impacted by it directly like Kyrie because he knew him on a personal level and he was his mentor and everything like that I don't think we can change it every time someone dies like that because what happens god forbid something happens to LeBron are we going to change it in a couple years to one of LeBron's silhouettes are we going to change it if something happens to Michael Jordan you know and then in 50 years when we have another quote-unquote Kobe Bryant in the league, are we going to change it again? So I think I, I think we just need to keep it the same, just throughout history. I don't know. That's just just my opinion. I, I mean, I definitely understand where you're coming from, and I think it's a very, very good point. I, I disagree uh, simply because I, I think they should change the NBA logo because – Jerry West played a very, very long time ago, and the game has significantly changed since then. Um, now, what I would suggest, me giving that argument, probably doesn't fall in line with my own uh, argument as well, because I think Mark, uh, Mark Jordan, I think Michael Jordan uh, should be the new logo, simply because of how he changed the game. And, I mean, he, a lot of people consider him to be the GOAT. And he remained that way um, in a majority of conversations. Would you change it to the Jumpman? No, 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 no. 
just simply due to copyright issues, I don't think they'd be able to do that. Yeah. Because otherwise, he would make a heck of a lot of money. I mean, here's the other thing, is technically they have never come out and said Jerry West is the logo. Because in doing so, they have to pay him a lot of money. But So I wonder, like, if they do that, like, are they going to have to pay Vanessa Bryant a lot of money? If they make Kobe, or are they going to have to play MJ a lot of money if they make Michael Jordan, you know? Yeah. It's a really good point. I'm sure Adam Silver is is tossing and turning at night thinking about this decision. (laughs) All the decisions rest upon his shoulders. It's true. Um, So the second storyline that I briefly want to touch on is Victor Oladipo has declined his contract uh, extension making him a free agent after this year. Now, we've always, I feel like we've always talked pretty high about Mr. Oladipo. However, he hasn't been performing that great over the past few years. We've given him the benefit of the doubt because of the injury that he went, uh, underwent. But I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know if. He's in the position to negotiate big things like that. He is on a new team, so he maybe he wants to test the waters and go somewhere else. Maybe he wasn't too happy about the trade and would like to go somewhere else on his terms. I don't know. Um, but he needs to step it up if he wants a lot of money. It's a good point. That is a good point. Um, if you were in charge of the Rockets, would you send Mr. Oladipo away now that you know he's going to walk anyway? Oh, yeah, I would try and get whatever I can out of him right now. Maybe that's seeing what his top choices are, um, where he would want to be traded to, or like where he eventually wants to go to and then trying to make that happen, or just going, let's go Timberwolves and <laughs> let's ruin this guy's career and train him for the rest of the season there. I don't know. Or just seeing whatever he can get out of it, because the Rockets are struggling right now and they need help, so maybe that's trading away Victor Oladipo before he walks and you lose some money. At some point, it's got to happen. It's got to. We've seen this movie before. Well, other than that, I think those are the, probably the two big, biggest uh, headlines that, that we've seen in the past couple of days without reaching too far in the vault there. Uh, but as we both know, the NBA changes pretty pretty consistently on a daily basis. So, yeah, I mean, other than that, do you have any other kind of big predictions for the, the league coming up? Big predictions? I don't know. Not really. I think... I think the playoffs will be fun, and uh, once the playoffs are set and who's going to be in what standing, we'll, we'll do another episode and kind of recap and predict on that. But I, we still have half the season to go, so yeah. who knows what's going to happen. And trade deadline's coming up, so it's always fun to, to be on the lookout for that, um, seeing who is on the trading block, who's going to get chopped. I don't know. Who's going to get chopped? Uh, I, I really do encourage people to invest in a Woj bunker because those Woj bombs, they'll get you every single time. Yeah, you need to, if you don't have one already, please, for your team and the team of others, go get one. <laughs> Speaking of trades, we'll, we'll talk about, I'll, I will mention this real quick. I, I did do a quick Google search of the NBA trade rumors, and here are the top three ones. Nets are obviously shopping the injured guard, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Pistons are interested. Uh, New York is interested in big cat, Carl Anthony Towns, and Victor Oladipo would be likely to sign a extension if he 
to the hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I think we said that a while back. Didn't we, we say did. the heat? We called it, man. We did. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Real quick. Fun fact. I looked it up. Okay. So the Jazz comes from when Utah Jazz, when the Jazz team was in New Orleans, and okay. Jazz is popular in New Orleans. So in 1974, they were called the New Orleans Jazz, and then they moved to Salt Lake in 1979 and kept the name. So. Well, there you have it. Similar There's to the Lakers, used to be in Minneapolis, the land That's of true. a thousand lakes, and here they are in Los Angeles where there's no lakes. That's true. But we did look it up in, in a lake boat, right? So. Ah, very good point. <laughs> I guess you can have a boat without a lake. It depends on if it's a, if it's a clipper. Ooh. That's Ooh. a curveball. Curveball? That's a different sport. I don't do baseball. Oh, darn. What were we talking about? <laughs> Why are you feeling that? All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to another episode of Cardboard Box Seats. This has been Nick and Gabe. And be sure to follow us on social media to stay all up to date with what we're talking about. Um, as well as guests coming onto the show in the future. And feel free to subscribe and give us a like or a rating on wherever you're listening to the podcast. So without, oh my gosh, Nick, come on. <laughs> so without further ado, Scooby Dooby Doo. That's what I was gonna say. Oh, that was great. Thank you. Scooby Dooby Doo. Scooby Dooby Doo. <laughs>